Lions, Bengals, and Bears, none of my guys scared. Chase rumbling, any one of them guys there. Wayne Young and he hungry, I pray we patient with him. I pray he leave with some money, I pray he leave with his health, yeah. Uh, the physical and mental The thing I like about football is that stats kill opinions This rap shit I lick the niggas I ain't about to knock it This whole summer I was buying all the winter product And I tried being peaceful But my peace was getting bothered So no doubt we got them eagles We go Carson Wentz, Stefani Okay, 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 okay What's going on ladies and gentlemen Welcome to episode 134 of Electrified I'm your host, Eric Lyons how is everybody doing? Happy Friday. I hope everybody's doing great. Excuse me. I hope you all had a great week. I did. I actually did. I had a good week. I had a good week. I hope everybody's ready for the weekend. It's supposed to be nice here. Weather's supposed to be nice. Go outside, get you some fresh air. You know, man. You know. Um. Once again, welcome to episode 134, man. We got a lot to get through today. We have a lot to talk about. We got a good show. Good show for you. Yesterday was the NBA trade deadline. You know I'm going to dive into that. Got to talk about what happened with my boys in South Beach and everything around the league. Uh, we're going to talk. It's going to be a lot of basketball, more basketball talk than usual today. I know some of y'all are happy about that. I am too. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, football been over. And now we really in the swing of things in the NBA. And we got finally some good things to talk about. So I want to talk about Draymond Green. I'm the best defensive player in the world situation. Draymond versus the world We're going to talk about KD versus GSW That's what we're going to start today We're going to start with KD versus GSW We're going to start, we're going to start there And then we can move to Draymond And then we can go and get into the NBA trade deadline uh, I want to talk about Sweet 16 preview We got to, we got to preview the uh, Sweet 16 What we got going on this weekend I think what's that Saturday and Sunday right It's just a weekend thing I don't think there's any games tonight uh, I want to talk about Terrence Crawford's co- comments recently, man. And um, WWE fans, man. We'll talk about WrestleMania season because I can't be the only one who's not in the spirit. Like, it it doesn't feel like WrestleMania. So, let, let, let's talk about why later on. But let's start off with why the episode is titled Snakes in the Garden. The cover of this episode, you see a picture of Kevin Durant and Steve Kerr. So, earlier this week, Steve Kerr made some comments in the media, and um, KD saw it, of course, and he didn't take too kindly to it. So, let's get into it, man. Here we go. So, Steve Kerr says, I enjoyed last season when we had the worst record in the league. More than I enjoyed the last season when we went to the finals. Last year, we had young guys who were trying every day, working hard, and we had a great energy, great spirit, and great camaraderie. Oh, excuse me. Camaraderie. Um, Katie, what else? Oh, oh, Steve Kerr told somebody, Logan Murdoch, he enjoyed last season when the Warriors went 15-50 and 50 more than Kevin Durant's final season with the Warriors. That last year was tough. There was a lot going on, some that you know about and some that you don't. That was very difficult. KD replied, this is hilarious on Twitter. Hold on, let me read this Read this comment. Reply from a fan. This lady, this, young, uh, this lady, what did she say? In the Bay, we loved KD, but it felt like he held us hostage every year waiting to see what he would do, like he didn't love us back. 
And you have to remember that Steve Kerr has struggled with himself. Alright. Let's 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 unpack all of this. I told you guys this in 2018. Episode 11. I told you guys that KD was an outsider. He was an outsider to the team. He was an outsider to the organization. He wasn't on the 73 and 9 team. He wasn't on the 2015 team. He wasn't there when this Golden State dynasty began. That makes him an outsider in that right. He, he was never really, he wasn't a splash bro. He's an outsider in that respect. He's coming, He's you know, he, he was just with OKC. He's an outsider. He's an outsider. Kevin Durant, to me, not built like the rest of the Warriors. I think Kevin Durant is built differently. And I told you guys that KD, the Warriors really didn't rock with him. I told you guys this. I told you guys. November 25th, 2018. Run that clip. Run that clip. So the other night, um, I was on Instagram looking at the um, – just scrolling on the feed, and I saw a Bleach Report posted a video. It said uh, Draymond for the wins. I'm like, wow, Draymond Green just hit a game winner? And no, that's not what happened. It was a troll, and it was hilarious. So Draymond gets the ball with a couple seconds left, and he dribbles – all the way down the court and like basically fumbles the ball and you know the game goes to overtime and the boys would eventually fall to the Clippers. Now when you watch that happen, it's funny, right? The first time you look, then I look again and look, bro, KD was clapping so hard to get the ball. Like what like what goes through your mind? When you don't give the superstar on your team the ball in clutch time, when you know that's really his thing, like I'm sure when you called him in 2016 after you lost to Bron Bron, like that was one of the things you like you told him about himself, like oh you so clutch, please come save us from the game. But in this moment, the other night against the LA Clippers, uh, you chose not to do that. So. Then, you know, they have that thing on the sideline. You know, there's a lot being said about what was said on the sideline. You know, everybody's drawing the rumors and, you know, what they think went going on in the locker room. And then what's being said now is they haven't talked to each other since the incident or whatever. Okay, here's my thing. This is what I think. And I think it's all coming to light for KD. And I think KD needs to really understand this. And I hope he does. And I, I wish KD, I wish I was big, like, to where athletes would listen to my show. We're going to get there someday. <laughs> Matter of fact, we I am going to get there. But I wish KD could hear this. Listen to me. Listen. Kevin. Kevin Durant. You are one of the best, if not the second best player in the league behind LeBron James. Okay? I'm putting you up there. You got your rings. You know, you are a sniper. You, you put teams away, right? And did I like the Warriors move? No, of course not. Nobody did. I don't think you liked the Warriors move. I don't think you liked it after the fact because it doesn't seem like Kevin Durant 
is a warrior, right? It seems like Kevin Durant is a mercenary <laughs> that the Warriors brought in. So they didn't lose to LeBron anymore. LeBron put the fear of God in that organization coming back 3-1. So what did they do? They they go get the second best player in the league to keep LeBron down and to keep winning, right? But it never seemed like he was really a part of that team. Like it just it just seemed like on the court, yeah, I'm Kevin Durant, I'm a warrior. Off the court, it don't seem like these guys hang out or these guys talk to each other like they're over the court. Like, I don't think Kevin is in the Splash Bros group message. I don't. I feel like they have a separate group message for him. And then in the Splash group, uh, Splash Brothers GM, they just throw shade at KD, like, all day. Like, like Steph, Clay, and, like, and Draymond and them, and Iggy, like, they not just, you know, the, 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 core, the core group of the boys that been there. They they just throw shade at KD. Like, I feel like KD isn't respected or appreciated. They just used them. Because KD really got the Cavs out of there those last two times. He he did. And you saw that. Like, he broke their spirit, okay? He broke their spirit on his own. The Warriors didn't play perfect basketball at all, but KD just was there. You feel me? Without KD, they not winning those ships. I'm sorry. I'm not, actually. I'm telling the truth. And they need KD, but now KD's starting to see that that's only why he's there. Like, that's the only reason he's there, right? And, you know, now it's all coming to a head. I don't see KD finishing that. I don't see KD after this season. I don't know if KD's a warrior, whether they win a ship or not. And, you know, Clay's like, you know, we, we can win, go on a streak, and everybody forget. Nah, not this one. Not this one. This seems bigger than something. Like, this seems big, right? And, you know, when stuff go on like this in the locker room and on the bench, you know, we see it and hear about it. It makes you question the chemistry of your team. And that's nasty to watch, honestly. And that that was all nasty. Um, Yeah, I don't know, KD. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't think it's all friendly out there for you. I really don't. I don't think it's all friendly out there for you. And, you know, I, I said you get out of there and see what happened for them. Because you know they're going to win games, right? But can they win more rings without Kevin Durant? I don't think they can. I don't think they can, especially if Kevin stay in the West. Imagine Kevin saying, okay, watch this. The Lakers got room for one more superstar. I'm going to L.A. with Braun. See you in the, see you in the Western Conference Finals. How about that? Cause I would love to see Kevin in purple and gold. <laughs> that would be great. But um, yeah, it's a mess out there uh, in the Bay. You know, it's it's so much drama in the. No, it's not the LBC. But you get what I'm saying. Um, you know. But hey, we'll be on the. I'll be on the TL watching for more more stuff. Cause you know, I'm just eating my popcorn, sipping this raid, and just watching the madness unfold. <laughs> That's all. Almost three years ago, told you guys this. Katie was an immigrant. And they treated him as such. So to hear and see what Steve Kerr has just said recently only validates everything I was saying. They treated, they brought KD there for a reason. They they used him up. They tried to make him seem, make it seem like he didn't want to be there, but you guys didn't really want him there. 
think about the 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 uh the parade, all oh, the shade it was throwing at the parade. Come on, man. Come on, that's not what you do to a superstar that just won you two ships. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. We and we saw what it looked like without him against the Raptors. We saw it. We saw it. Wasn't too good. Wasn't too good. To me, KD carried the Warriors in both finals. He was the one I remember hitting big shots and shooting the Cavs out the gym. I asked a question, a poll on Twitter, I mean, not Twitter, on Instagram, if KD carried the Warriors. A lot of people said no, and I was surprised at that. I was surprised. Kevin Durant changed the way the Warriors played. They went from this fast-paced ball movement, get the open three, to KD controlling the rock and the pace of the game. Uh, KD 45 every night was hitting kind of different. It was hitting different. It was hitting different. Very different. Very different. KD in both finals, he broke the Cavs. He broke their spirit. KD broke the spirit of Cleveland, not the Warriors downpour. I'll never forget. I think it was the Cavs. I don't know if it was 17 or 18. But the series wasn't completely over. It might have been a sweep. It might have been a sweep year. Yeah, so it was at what, 18? Series wasn't completely over. But I'll never forget what the Cavs was leading one of those games in Cleveland. Like they had a chance to, to shift some momentum. And they was leading that whole, I want to say, three, four minutes, like until it got crucial. And I was just sitting there like, this not going to end well. I said, at any minute, any minute, KD could hit a three. And kill all this momentum. And he did exactly that. He put he put the Cavs to bed right there. Put them to bed. So when we talk about the those two finals, think about let's look at the Warriors dynasty as a whole. You get twenty fifteen. Okay, you get twenty fifteen, the year Braun doesn't have Kyrie, doesn't have love. So he's in it by himself, him and Delavadova fight till they die. 16, you blow the 3-1 lead. So you blow the 3-1 lead after you go 73-9. and Brian put the fear guard in your hearts. Then y'all got to go call for KD. So you go call for KD. You don't call KD like, yo, come run it with us. We we, we really like your game. We want you to play with us. No, y'all, y'all ran to KD because y'all had to go beat Brian. And you knew that. You needed KD to do that. And you knew that you probably weren't going to go beat KD again. I don't think that Warriors team is going to beat uh, 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 the OKC team the following season. I don't think the Warriors go back to the finals after the 3-1 blowout. The 3-1 blow. I don't. I don't think so without KD. I don't. I don't. So when you ask the question, when we talk about the KD move in itself, joining a 73-9 and win team, all right, I've criticized that move for years. I still do, but there's blame to be had on both sides. I think I think it's equal to, in a sense of who needed who. You know, KD wanted a ring. He didn't think he get it, could get it with Westbrook anymore. 
You go join the Warriors. The Warriors didn't think they could beat LeBron anymore. We need KD. We need Weapon X. So it was a perfect marriage. They both got what they wanted. And I think that, you know, KD, we know how KD is, you know, with social media and replying to guys in the media and, you know, the burner accounts and everything. I'm I'm not going to say KD is an insecure guy. I think KD is very secure with who he is. I just think that he doesn't like, you know, when people, I think not, all right, exclude fans. Let's just say I don't think he likes to see people that he thought, you know, rocked with him, slight him in a way or feel like, you know, they wronged him in a way. I guess, you know, watching, you know, the Draymond situation and then now with the Kerr thing, it's just like, yo, that's crazy. But I don't know. I don't understand how KD didn't see this. I don't know how he didn't see it in 2018, and I don't know how he's still not, you know, just seeing it now. That's like, you know, when Drake had figured it out. When Drake, remember when Drake figured it all out in 2018? That that Kanye and the good music fellas ain't really rock with him like that. You know, I don't know why Drake didn't figure that. Why didn't Drake know that already? I don't know. Kanye been trying to sabotage him for years. I don't know how Drake missed it. It was right in his face. So... I don't know how KD missed the fact that the Warriors really didn't like him. They just needed him to beat the King. So maybe Drake and KD really do relate more than we think. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um. So I don't, I don't, you know, I won't sit here and tell another grown man how to feel about their situation because I know I can be an emotional guy too. And I know I don't like when people that I feel like are with me wrong me in any way or slight me in any way. So I get it. You know, I'm not going to sit here and call that man overly sensitive. No, we're, we're humans. And he's a human at the end of the day. And he has every right to feel a way about his statement. And of course, you know, Steve Kerr came out and backtracked, but who cares? You said what you said. You said what you said. Um. But for the question of did KD carry the Warriors, he did. He did. He did. We 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 put a lot of stock since the, the move happened. We've put a lot of stock into what the Warriors were the season beforehand. Yes, they were the 73 and 9 Warriors, but let's we really forget they we don't well we don't we clearly don't forget they blew the 3-1 lead. But it was over. It was over. LeBron had nothing to fear after that. Yo, I just came back from three one against y'all. Y'all think I'm not going ready? I'm not ready to run it back next year. I'm fine. I'm good. We are good. We're good. We're gonna beat you guys again. I think LeBron. I think everybody around the league saw. Yo, we can beat these dudes. We can beat them. We can beat them. And the Warriors, I, I believe, they were vulnerable. They were vulnerable. Like you know how. Last season, when, uh, you know, KD left and there was no, you know, uh, nothing but, you know, the Splash Brothers again. And then Steph gets, I mean, uh, excuse me, uh, Clay gets hurt and it's a bunch of injuries, right? You know, everybody was just beating the hell out of the Warriors. Still, everybody's, everybody still feels a way 
y'all, y'all, y'all was really dominating. We, we, we got to get back on y'all. You feel me? I think what we saw in these last two years, we would have seen that earlier had KD never went to the Warriors. I think that the Warriors dynasty was over. And KD, unknowingly, he saved them. He saved them. So when I say did KD carry the Warriors, I'm not saying that Steph wasn't there. I'm not saying that Clay wasn't there. I'm not saying that Draymond wasn't there already. The system wasn't already in place and KD just joined that team. I'm just saying he didn't join a 73 and 9 Warriors team right before they went on a playoff run. No. He joined a 73 and 9 team that just blew a 3-1 lead. That's a different they have a different mentality. Draymond was crying in the parking lot for him. These dudes was broken. And he put them all together. And he didn't know he was Weapon X. He just thought he was going to go play basketball with some guys that he knew. I really I really believe that. I really believe that. The way the way that they moved and maneuvered and the way, you know, KD maneuvers, I really don't believe he Thought he was brought there for you know other than yo let's hoop and go get Chase's ring. I he I don't think they told him, you know. But I I guess he could feel it because I could from the outside looking in. I definitely could see, and they didn't rock with him, man. They didn't rock with him. They didn't rock with him. They were just weapon X, man. Weapon X. Let's see. Let's stay on the Warriors here. Let's stay on the Warriors. Let's talk about Draymond Green. Let's talk about Draymond because I, I I really really did not understand all of the backlash. I didn't. So let's let's talk about this. Here's what Draymond Green said. I think he was on a radio show. He said, "I think I'm the best defender to ever play this game. 100%. That's my opinion." This is the key right here, people. That's my opinion. But I also think I view the game a lot differently than most people view the game. I think I just see it from a different perspective. I think when you look at the things that make me a great defender, reaction time, reaction time, toughness, being able to see the picture long before it develops, and most importantly, in order to finish a defensive possession, you've got to rebound. And I think I rebound well. And so when I look at all the facts that make up the defensive side of the ball, I'm excuse me, the, all of the facets that make up the defensive side of the ball, I th- I'm I think I'm great in every facet. So I I think who typed this and why does it say so I'm like come on man, where are these articles coming from? Um so I think I'm the best defender to play ever play in the NBA. I'll stand by that. I'll put myself up against anyone. And of course, you know, old head NBA players, analysts, Shannon Sharp, everybody came at Draymond. Here, here, here's my my thing. What did he say wrong? What did he say wrong? Did nobody see when he said that's my opinion? He didn't say this is facts. He didn't say this is a scientific proven theory. He didn't say this is set in stone. He didn't say y'all should feel this way. He didn't say. Anybody who played a game before me should feel this way. He said, no, 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 Draymond Green, me, I feel this way. This is my opinion. 
I'm tired of guys who have never played the game at that level. You know, the media, fans, you know, guys who are analysts but came from a different a different sport talking about this. You don't know. I'm tired of them telling these men how to feel about themselves. You're not going to tell another grown man how he should feel about himself or how he should view himself. No way. I believe, me, Eric, I believe I'm the best up-and-coming content creator. That's my opinion. I strongly believe that. I believe that I can back it up. I believe that week in, week in, week in and week out, I come here and I give you guys great content. I believe I give you guys good social media content. I believe I give you guys good YouTube content. I think I'm different from everybody else that's going to come up right now. I think nobody has the personality like me. I think nobody has drive like me. I think nobody knows different games like me. I think nobody knows up-and-comers right now. I don't think anybody knows the sport of boxing like I do. I don't think nobody can bring the way I view the game of football, the way I view certain situations. I don't think nobody does that better than me. I don't. I don't. I think that. We talk about podcasting, YouTube, content, whatever you want to call it, whatever whatever box you want to put me in, I can't be in that box. I'm too good to be in a box. I'm out the box. I, you, you, I'm in my own lane. You can't compare me to nobody else that's doing this right now. You can't. And that's my opinion. There's nothing wrong with being confident and assertive when you have the right to do so. If you watch basketball, you know that Draymond has the right to make this claim. And I mean, look at his body of work. Steals leader in 2017. Defensive player of the year in 2017. Three-time all-defensive first team, 15, and first team, 15, 16, and 17. Two-time all-defensive second teams, 18 and 19. Come on, man. Come on, it's not like he pulled this out of the blue. It's not like he pulled this out of his ass and this is just something random that he decided to say. Don't act like he wasn't in those finals games putting a hammer down on guys. Foiling the Cavs. Come on. Come on. If Draymond wasn't such a great defensive player, why do people say the Cavs don't come back from 3-1 without the suspension? Why was Draymond's suspension such a big deal in, the, in that narrative? If he's not that good, if he's not as good as he say he is, then why does that matter? Why does him missing, what was it, one or two games? Why does that suspension matter so much in the narrative that the Cavs wouldn't have came back from 3-1 if Draymond's not there? Come on. Come on. Don't be a hypocrite. Because I hear I've been, that was a narrative as soon as it happened. As soon as it happened, people were up in arms like, yo, Dre, they need Draymond. Why? They didn't need him for his shooting. They didn't need him. They didn't, they didn't need him to pull up from three. They didn't need him for ball moving. No, 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 no. They didn't need him for defense. For defense. Come on. Come on. And when, and when, and when you talk about yourself. I'm not putting myself under nobody. I'm not. I would never. I wouldn't. You know, Shannon Sharp, I love Uncle Shay. I do. 
he makes you know he 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 I love Shannon Sharp. He was calling you know Dream on a bunch of names delusional, and I didn't like that because Shannon. If I asked you on Twitter, you didn't reply. Where would you put yourself on a list of all-time tight ends? You can put yourself top ten, top fifteen, top twenty. No. I would say I'm number one. You know why? You got the stats to prove it. You're a Hall of Famer. You got Super Bowls. You can say that. You have means to say that. Draymond has rings. Draymond has hardware. Draymond has stats to prove what he's talking about. Come on. If you feel that way, you feel that way. If Dennis Rodman said he's the greatest Defender of all time Lonzo Mourning Anybody Patrick Ewing Anybody from that era Nobody would have a problem with it But a young guy Younger guy from this era Says it And everybody's up in arms Once again You're not going to tell somebody How to feel about themselves Never make Never let anybody Make you feel smaller Than what you are If you feel like You're the biggest goddamn thing On this planet You're the biggest goddamn thing On this planet Because you said so That's how you feel you cannot let anybody take away how you feel. So stop that. Stop it. Y'all acting like Patrick Beverly came out and said this. Like, come on. Come on. Now, Pat Be- if Pat Bev said he was the greatest defensive player of all time, all right, we're going to have to knock him down. It's like, no. Nah. No, I'm serious. Ain't no psych. No, dead ass. Come on. Come on. You guys are making it seem like it's complete nonsense. And it's not, man. It's not. Stop telling people how to feel about themselves. He didn't slight anybody. He wasn't disrespectful. He said it's his opinion. And he gave legitimate reasons why he feels this way. Come on. That that was burning me up this week. That was burning me up, man. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. I didn't like it one bit. I, 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 just, I just didn't like how you, everybody was trying to, uh, you know, make him feel small, basically. Come on, man. Come on. There's no need for that. Guys feel like they eight feet tall. They eight feet tall. Period, man. Period. Period. All right, let's see. Where we at? Let's stay in the NBA. We stand in the NBA. NBA trade deadline was yesterday. Woj was dropping bombs, man. I mean, Woj was dropping bombs like, you know how you go to a firework display, right? Fourth of July. And the fireworks at the end of the show be like, Bow, 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 like a big, you know, everything coming off at once. That's how Woj was letting them tweets go yesterday. Like, it was probably a stretch between one and two, and he was just letting them joints rip, dog. Like, just sending them. It was a great thing. It was a great thing. But a lot went down. Now, when the deadline came, I had told the Miami Heat to go to hell. I, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. That wasn't nice. That wasn't nice. Because I didn't know what was coming next. I ain't know what was coming next now. I ain't know we was bringing Depot to South Beach. They ain't tell me. Pat ain't tell me that, man. I ain't know Pat had that up his sleeve. But before we get there, let's just talk about everything. No, we can start there. Let's talk about everything that happened. Starting with the Miami Heat. First of all, Pat, Pat, Project Pat Riley, man, the Jug King. I don't know how he convinced the Rockets 
to let Debo go for the price that he did, but he did it and kept his shooters. Now, what was going to make me upset was that, you know, obviously a lot of teams that were engaged with Miami, the teams that were engaged with Miami both previously and, you know, currently yesterday, the, the thing that they were getting stuck on was Tyler Hero and, you know, or Duncan Robinson, but a lot of teams wanted Tyler Hero. You know, last year when I think it was CP3, you know, in OKC, they didn't let Tyler Hero go. No, they they, they clearly see something in Tyler and don't want to let him go. I get that. I was getting a little upset. I'm not going to hold you. Tyler, I love you. But if it came down to it, if we had the chance to get better like we just got better and you were in the mix, I don't know. I don't know if I'm saying no to that. Now, when when I started hearing that Dragic was going to be going to Toronto for Lowry, I was like, yo, yo, no, 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 not the Dragon. We're not going to do that to the Dragon. No, 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 not the Dragon. So I'm, I'm happy we got to keep the squad. I am happy that we get, got to keep the squad, and I think this was big. Man, this was big. So the Houston Rockets traded Victor Oladipo to the Miami Heat for Kelly Olenek. Avery Bradley in a pick swap. <laughs> we got that man for a bag of chips and a huggy. <laughs> got him for a bag of chips and a huggy, man. Shout out to the Houston Rockets, man. Just thank you. Uh, man, poor John Wall, man. Poor John Wall. That's sad, though. Left that man hanging. You get it. Hard and gone. Depot gone And they don't want to buy you out That boy's stuck in Houston Left that man to die That's sick That's actually sick Sheesh Hate it had to be him But man that's that's great for the Heat And they, who they get That guy from Sacramento That's like 6'11 That's what's up This Heat squad is stacked man You got the snipers The South Beach shooters The active shooters Duncan Robinson Tyler Hero, you got the Dragon, you got Jimmy, you got Bam, you got Precious, you got, uh, what's my guy, none, you got none, Trevor Ariza, now you add Depot and this big man from Sacramento, and there's a chance that they get LaMarcus Aldridge as well, don't matter who he is, who it is in the East, man, Miami in six, you can, you can bring on the Nets, you can bring on the Bucks, you can bring on the Celtics, you can bring on the Raptors, you can bring on, uh, who else, Anybody in the East, you can bring them on. Bring them on. Miami in six, no matter who it is, period. That's That team is different, man. That team is different. What else happened that was interesting? Okay, the Clippers, the Clippers get Rondo. And they sent Lou Will to, to, to Atlanta. They sent Lou Will to Magic City. Lemon Pepper Lou fell off in Magic it's COVID, but fell off with magic like Lou Will. Yeah, shout out to Money Man. That boy, Lou Will, I know he was happy. They probably asked him. Like, yo, we went, yeah, yeah, send me. Send me. Go ahead, send me. Now, Rondo winning a, ch- a champion championship with the Lakers, then getting traded to the Clippers. That's crazy. That's crazy. Talk about set tripping. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. And speaking of the Lakers, man, they say Bron going to be out four to six weeks. That's no bueno. That's no bueno for them. No bueno for them. Um, let's see what else. Who else? Who who else went where? How, George Hill. So everybody named George got traded. Is that what happened? 
I think that's what I read. I think that's what I read. I, I swear I read that somewhere. Everybody that was named George got traded. If that's if that's true, that's hilarious. Was it another name? I'm not sure. Hold on, I gotta look that up. Cause I thought that was pure comedy. Somebody's name. Somebody with the same name, they all got traded. If it wasn't George, I don't know what else it was. Let's see. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it quick before I, I, I don't care about it anymore. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Or was it Gary? Gary. I think everybody named Gary got traded somehow. Anyway. Uh Oh, yeah. hold on. Can somebody tell me how we just allowed and how the NBA is allowing the OKC Thunder to have 34 future first and second round picks? That just doesn't feel legal to me. Somebody got to step in, man, and do something about that. Somebody need to launch an investigation, please. Um, Speaking of OKC, did you did you see they waived? They waved goodbye to Myers Leonard's racist ass. That's for standing for the for the anthem when we wasn't standing for it. Chump. Um, let's see, who else? What else? But something else that oh the 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 magic blew up their team. So they sent Aaron Gordon uh to Denver for Gary Harris and RJ Hampton. Who else did they who else got sent to uh Denver? That's Denver, Denver, they can make some noise. Somebody else got sent to Denver. Wasn't there somebody else from the Magic, right? I don't know how they ended up doing business together, but they did. They sent, uh, what's that man's name? I know I can't pronounce it. I know it's a hard name to pronounce. Hold on. What is it? What is it? What's that man's name, yo? Nicola. Is it a Nicola? I can't find it. Where is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. There it is. There it is. I just saw it. I just saw it. Oh, I just saw it. The Magics did they trade Nikola Vucevic. Yeah, Vucevic. Yeah. To Chicago. Oh, they sent it to Chicago. I don't know why I thought they sent it to Denver. Um somehow Mo Wagner ended up in Boston. And my guy Iggy Bros Dickus, man. You guys know me. I'm obviously I'm a Michigan fan and I was a big Iggy B fan coming out of college. I got a Knicks Iggy B jersey. As soon as he got drafted, I never wore it. I had that jersey for having that jersey for two years, and now he's a Sixer. Now it's vintage. That sucks. But yeah, so a lot happened yesterday. Oh, the Blazers got somebody right. They got a big body, I think. Where'd that go? I just saw that. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Yeah, Norman Powell. They got they got Norman Powell. For um, damn, I like Gary Trenton and uh with the Blazers too, but they traded him and Rodney Hood to Toronto for Norman Powell. So that's pretty much all the interesting stuff. Oh, JJ Reddit to to the Dallas. I did like that one. I like JJ Reddit to Dallas. I think that's that's great. I like that. I really did like that one. But um, now we're just waiting for the Lamarcus Aldridge situation to unfold, and I just really hope the Heat get him, man. I really do. I really do. I'm sorry. I'm biased. I don't care. I don't care. But, uh, yeah, man. So, that was the NBA trade deadline yesterday. It was a fun thing. It's always my favorite day and then, uh, in the NBA. I love it. I love it. I love the drama. I love the stress, the woe, the sham, the jokes, all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that was good business right there. That was good business. 
Alright, let's see. We're moving. We 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 low-key moving through these, man. What we at next with it? What we at next? Alright, let's get into what we got going on this weekend in the Sweet 16. So we've reached this the Sweet 16 of the NCAA men's March Madness tournament. Listen. I'm gonna be completely honest with you guys. I have no legit takes here. Because I can honestly tell you, I have no idea what the hell is going on. Not a clue. Not a ounce of a clue. Not a smidget of a clue. Not a dribble of a clue. Not a droplet of a clue. I don't have a Mickey Mouse house clue. I don't. I don't have a blues clue. I don't know what the hell is going on. This has been legit madness. Legit madness. Outside of Michigan, I really didn't pay attention to college basketball before the tournament. So watching all of these brackets get busted up uh, so bad, including my own, is nuts. I have no idea what's happening to the top seeds. I have no idea how these little schools have snuck into the club like this. I don't know what's going on. The only Sweet 16 matchups that I got correct in my bracket are Gonzaga versus uh, Creighton uh, and Michigan versus Florida State. That's two of them. Two out of how many of it? 16? Come on. Not me, not 16. Two out of eight. Two out of eight. Four out of 16 teams. Come on, man. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Listen, I am excited for Michigan versus Florida State. Obviously, go blue. Um, Or Roberts versus Arkansas. Arkansas. Not Arkansas. Arkansas. I don't know how we got Arkansas from Arkansas, but we did. Or Roberts, because I want to see, I want to keep seeing them keep going, man. This is I love the Cinderella stories, um, and Loyola Chicago versus Oregon State because obviously, man, Sister Jean, we got to you know, Sister Sister Jean. I think I wanted to flip her chair a couple years ago. No, I didn't mean to say that. That was me. I think I wanted to you know just flip her chair. I didn't mean it. Anyway, yeah. So you know, there are only four double digit team ranked teams left. And I think that none of them will survive I think the Cinderella stories end this weekend I think they end this weekend I don't I don't think there are any more I think that this weekend I don't think we'll see any upsets I don't think that we'll see any of these small You know, these little I don't think Oral Roberts makes it I don't think so I don't know I think it all ends in the Sweet 16 I think the Sweet, the sweet 16 is where it gets real for a lot of teams and a lot of these teams, I don't think they're making it. I don't, but that's just me. I could be completely wrong, and we could see one of the biggest upsets. Who knows? But I don't think I'm going to be wrong with this one. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, Let's see. What we at? 40 and some change, I think. All right. Yeah, that's all I got. I've really, honestly, guys, I've really <laughs> That's all I got for the Sweet 16 stuff, man. I don't. I really have no clue. Go blue, though. Go blue. Uh, all right. Let's talk about this Terrence Crawford BS, man. Let's talk about this. So he he, he has some interview, and he, he's talking about Spence, and he's talking about Canelo. Let's start off with the Spence stuff. You know, you talked about how he's moved past that fight and how the fight won't happen and how he don't care about that fight, blah, 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 blah. I really don't understand. I blame Top Rank. I blame ESPN. 
for for gassing him up. I'm not trying to say the man can't box because he can box, but he been fighting Amazon workers and dish dishwashers and garbage men. He ain't fight nobody. Come on. Come on. Anybody can hold the belt for years if you ain't fighting nobody. Prime example. There was this woman I watched two women fight last weekend. This woman had had the belt for years. And I don't know what country she was in. But her first fight in the U.S., she got her ass whooped and lost her belt. Anybody can be anybody can be great when you're fighting the opposite of greatness. But when you finally run into somebody on your level or above it, you get punched in the mouth. And I haven't seen Crawford fight anybody that's supposed to be on his level. I'm sorry. I know you fight who you fight. You 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 fight who they put in front of you. But when we start talking about resumes and track record, especially when we get into the Canelo part of this. Come on. Come on, Spence is the draw. Spence is the draw. Spence has fought Porter, Garcia, broke Tell Brooks' eye. Like, Spence has had success at 147 and made a name for himself. Not boring fights. He's fought the top of, you know, he tried to get the Thurman fight. He, he's been going at guys, but all Crawford been doing is hiding behind Bob Arum. Up his ass and fighting a bunch of nobodies. Come on, man. Come on. Let's be real here. Dude been over that top rank fighting Amazon workers and got ESPN thinking he God. I cannot stand ESPN broadcast. Even when Lomo was fighting, they just come on, man. Come on. You know, it was nothing but hot air when it comes, you know, to the Spence fight. He ducking work. Ducking work. That's all he doing, man. You're not going to convince me that his fight ain't happening because it just ain't happening. No, you don't want it. You don't want it because you know you're not going to be spent. You know you're not. I don't see it. I don't see it. It's too many politics in boxing. It's too much, you know, too many pissing contests and just... Come on, dog. Just just get in the ring and scrap, man. If you really if you really about your business, if you really supposed to be the pound for pound king, get in there. Because when you when you when you when you start talking about the real king, King Canelo, the man, the king of the ring, the, the number one pound for pound box in the sport, you gotta put some respect on his name. I didn't appreciate those comments at all. Those comments about Canelo were nuts. So he said basically that Canelo has been avoiding black champions and black fighters and not fighting black fighters because he had problems with them and he and he know he can't beat them, blah, 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 blah. Come on. What are we saying? He's beating Shane Mosley, Daniel Jacobs, James Kirkland, and going at the best boxer, who the best boxer ever, who happens to be black at age 23? Really muddies that narrative. Come on. Talk about Charlo. Canelo and them offered Charlo a fight. And his people turned it down. That's what Shree's saying. That's not on Canelo. He can't make these guys fight him. He can't. He cannot make these guys fight him. You want to talk about track records. 
Let's talk about how many champions Canelo has fought at the, at age 30 compared to you at 33. Come on. Canelo has literally fought everybody multiple weight classes. You've been at 147 BS. BS it. What what black champions have you fought? Because you ain't even trying to fight spits. Come on, man. Shut that shut that up, man. Shut that up. Shut it up. We're not gonna do this. We're not gonna do this. There's too many real race issues going on over there. That, uh, allegedly going on over there at Golden Boy to be talking about something as stupid as this. Crawford don't have no real bodies at 147. Let's be real. Where's the work? Where's your work? Where is it? Where is it? Where's the work? Where are the bodies? You got to show me something. Come on. Come on. Come on. So I didn't I didn't appreciate that. I didn't appreciate that one bit. I didn't. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Um, I think that's all I have for that. So let's let's get into this last topic, man. Let's talk a little WWE and I'll get you guys up out of here for this good Friday evening, morning, afternoon, whenever you listen to this. Uh let's see, let's see, let's see. Alright. So I can't be the only WWE fan who feels this way. I just don't have the WrestleMania vibe this year. I don't have it And it makes me sad Like even at the Rumble It just didn't feel like We were starting on the road to Wrestlemania It just didn't give me that Point at the sign season uh, Like things about to get popping Like It just didn't It didn't give me that feeling this year One part could be Because there's no fans of course And last year we had fans Up until March so there's just no big time energy right now. The other part is there's no good storytelling going on outside of the Fiend versus Orton, which has been extremely entertaining to watch. Like all aspects of it, from the Fiend coming back at Fast Lane, all burnt up to a crisp with the Alexa Bliss, uh, satanic stuff going on with the with Orton with the black stuff out his mouth, him being on fire. That stuff has been great. Like. Talk about storytelling and entertainment in, in the wrestling industry That's the hottest storyline out right now You can't tell me otherwise You can't tell me otherwise You can't Even with Edge back Throwing Daniel Bryan in the mix That just felt random to me And very unnecessary I hope that the, the Roman versus Edge match Remains that way And we don't have to have a triple threat Because there's no need for that to me I think this should be just a one-on-one match. Like, what, honestly, and, and why are we talking about what matches should what should main event the nights? And there's two nights. There were two Royal Rumble winners. Both of those matches are on different cards. Edge versus Roman should be main eventing on night two. And Sasha versus Bianca should be main eventing on night one. That should be the only options. If there's any other order, I'll be pissed. Because, first of all, these two black women deserve that main event spot. After the first main event by women, 
was with Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, and Becky Lynch. Enjoyed it. But let's do this. Let's do this right here. Let's do this right here. Come on. Come on. Let's do this. But that was the match I was looking forward to the most. Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair hasn't really the the build up hasn't really gave what it was supposed to give. You know, you you have them try to team up and then, you know, having Sasha finally turn it's just it's just not good. And I hope that the match can trump the build-up because I believe it can. I think these two women are going to get on in there and have a clinic. And I hope it main events night one in Tampa. Speaking of women, poor Oscar has just been standing around for months with the belt, not even defending it at pay-per-views. And here comes Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. Charlotte has COVID now, but Rhea Ripley demanding a title shots two weeks before before Mania. This is Rhea Ripley's raw debut, and the first night she's there, she's demanding a title shot when there's a a full locker room of women that could have gotten that shot. Like, what the hell are we doing? What are we doing? Bobby Lashley finally gets, you know, he finally gets the strap, and he's defending it against Drew, and that's just meh to me. Finally get Bobby with the strap, and now, you know, everybody finally... Outside of me, I love Brock Lesnar. We finally want Brock back for this, and we can't even get him. Come on, man. What the hell? And I think, you know, the icing on the cake, you know, no Cena and no Takers def- definitely playing a part in why it doesn't feel like we are days, weeks away from, you know, damn near days away from uh, WrestleMania. And then the the theme is virtually the same as last year. I mean, literally. The, the the whole Pirates of the Caribbean type thing, the the theme that you still use the weekends music, all of it's the same. Now they did bring back the motion graphics, and I love that, love that for them. But everything just feels like one. And why the hell do y'all keep bringing back Hulk Hogan? I love Titus hosting. I don't know why we need WrestleMania hosts, but it's okay. But Titus did good last year. But Hulk really, Hulk Hogan, Terry really. I hate Hulk Hogan. All my homies hate take hate. Damn, I f- messed that up. I hate Hulk Hogan. All my homies hate Hulk Hogan. Period. Period. But I'll be watching. I'll be watching. Do 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 do. I think that's it, man. I think that's all I got for you guys this week, man. We had good two good episodes. Um, thank. Oh, did you guys see the TikTok I posted when the when the Packers resigned Kevin King? Almost 1,700 views on IG, man. Thank you. Thank you. 1,000 views in six hours. Um, Yeah, man. Thank you guys for the support. Make sure you guys continue to like, retweet, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, I'll have some fresh stuff coming to you on YouTube soon for sure. Um, But, man, keep make sure you keep listening to the pod, man. Keep listening to the pod and share, sharing with your people. You never know who's listening. Um, Thank you, guys. Once again, follow me on Instagram at Electrified Pod. You can even follow me at Eric Lyons TV. You can follow me on Twitter at Eric Lyons TV. Um, shout out to Stadium Scene TV. Shout out to man. Shout out to everybody working, man, in this in this field, man. Shout out to Sports Headlines, my guys Sean and Warner, specifically. Love those guys. But um, man, yeah, I just been I've just been showing a lot of love to people I really truly enjoy watching what they do this this week and you know previously, man. So shout out to everybody that's just grinding out here. For sure Um, Thank you guys for listening So for the 134th time I'm Eric Lyons And you have just been 
electrified.